The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! You have to think about there's no way in the world that you would you would get enough in your body of those two alkaloids if you consume the entire leaf because they're just they're, you're concentrating and at the same time you're removing other components that your body is using kind of to balance and when you start messing with mother nature and pushing more in than what is supposed to be there and you're also you know taking out pieces it becomes way more addictive Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. That clip was from our guest of the show today, J.W. Ross. And today we have a wellness-focused episode. This has been a wellness-focused year for me, as some of you may know. I have recently really curbed alcohol. And one of the tools I've used among many tools is something we're going to be talking about today on the show. It is a creation of our friend J.W. Ross, and it involves kava and kratom. And guys, let me tell you, this is a game changer. If you have not heard of this breakthrough product from Botanic Tonics called the Feel Free Shot, then this one's going to blow your mind. If you're somebody like myself who is looking to curb alcohol and you want an alternative, this may be the alternative. If you want to focus and you're sick of five-hour energies and Red Bull and things that make you feel like shit that include caffeine, this might be your answer. This stuff that we're going to be talking about today called the Feel Free Shot from Botanic Tonics from our friend J.W. Ross is a game changer. Lauren and I were introduced to the product from our friend Khalil, who many of you know from this show, the owner and founder of Sun Life Organics. He started carrying this stuff and we went on a walk with him one day and he's like, hey, you got to try this stuff called Feel Free. And we did, and it blew our minds. It's all natural. It's plant-based. It's got kava root and kratom leaf, which is game-changing stuff. And listen, guys, we're going to get into it on this episode. But more importantly, we're going to also hear a story today from our friend JW, a former Texas oilman who had a ton of success in the oil industry, but really kind of, in his words, let the wheels fall off partying, getting caught up with addiction, alcohol, all sorts of things, and then getting sober, rediscovering himself and going on this mission of wellness where he discovered these plants and ultimately ended up creating this amazing product. So this is an incredible story. It's an it's a story of entrepreneurship. It's a story of redemption. It's a story of recovery, and ultimately also a story of discovery. For those of you that want to try this product, the Botanic Tonics, we have a massive discount code because JW is a super nice guy, and he decided, hey, let's extend this big code to our listeners, and that code is Skinny Forty. So again, listen to the episode, but keep in mind after you listen to this episode, we do have this code Skinny Forty for forty percent off the product. So. Be sure to check that out. With that, JW, welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. So um, JW and I basically already did a podcast while you were late, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah, we already we already got the whole thing done. But now that you're joining us, we'll do we'll do part two. I don't feel bad for anyone in this room because I can't drink a feel free shot because I'm pregnant. So you guys have been all hopped up on feel free and I can't do that. So I don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, we got a good start on you. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. yeah. Did you take any? I just did. Oh, yeah. uh, oh yeah. we got a good start. To get started, to give some context, um, because I think that this conversation is going to go all over the place. Let's get a little bit more reference back on you. Where did you grow up? How did you even come into this space? As we discussed before, it's been a really interesting journey because 
I wouldn't have thought that this is where I would have you know, wound up doing this type of business. Originally from Dallas, was in the oil and gas business, which a lot of people are in Texas. Did that, was very successful in it. And along with that success, my mentors that I looked up to uh, growing up were work hard and party harder. Uh-huh. <laughs> and That's uh, a tough business. Yeah, it's a tough business. It's very cyclical, feast and famine, basically. A lot of stress. Was it a family business? Uh, it was not. It was not but, well. But all the, pretty much all the people that I grew up with, their families were in it. And I just started, started basically at the bottom, working in the fields. And very early on, had the idea of just trying to do it on my own based on what I was seeing. And had some incredible success right off the bat to the point of, at the time, what I thought success was times 100. Like what? You know, living, you know, in a 15,000 square foot house, planes and cars and, you know, boats and all this stuff. And And how different was that from your upbringing? Very, very different. And what did Uh, that look like? But it was all of what I thought success was. The material stuff. And it, as all that kept adding all this stuff and, and also at the same time, my partying continued to escalate. Alcohol being my major drug of choice, it all kind of come to a crash. Obviously, we're going to get into your story, and I know it looks like at, at some point you cut alcohol completely. I but did. How long were you running and, and, and gunning there before you... The well, I started when I was 14, 15, oh. and uh, ran until I was in my late 30s. Okay. And what was the epiphany? <laughs> Sounds I, like it was a good run. I it was see, a good run. I see that you had an aha moment watching A Beautiful Mind. That was actually when I was in treatment. Okay. So that was, uh, I think the aha moment started, we were having a fundraiser at the house, actually it was for Obama. And there was three or 400 people there. And I remember sitting in, in the bedroom by myself and thinking, you know, I've got everything I could imagine making all this money. And I was just completely miserable. And what was making me miserable was the fact that I was just abusing alcohol and I was destroying all the relationships around me. And I just, I wasn't a good person. That's the bottom line. I was st- strictly out for using people and for, for money and, and for what I wanted. And didn't really think that much about anybody else. And how much do you think that was the alcohol? And how much do you think that was just the line of work or just like the success? I, I think that it started really early on because my family was very distant. We weren't a real touchy-feely, lovey family. And I left home pretty early. Meaning um, your, your, your parents. Yeah, my your, parents. Your, okay. Yeah. And um, I just never really, I never really developed a feeling of personal relationships. <laughs> and I, I didn't, never really felt comfortable in social situations. Felt a little bit awkward. And I think that when I had my first drink of alcohol, it was like a magical moment. I, all of a sudden I felt social. All of a sudden I felt comfortable in my own skin. And for the longest time, it did wonderful things for me. So what was the moment that you hit rock bottom? Do you remember that? Was there one moment or was it just like drips of water, Chinese torture? It was Chinese torture for the longest time. But then it got to the point where basically it was intervention. By then it had gotten so bad that I was starting to lose things. I was getting ready to to lose my family and everything else. And uh, I went to uh, treatment, did a 90-day inpatient treatment in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Interesting experience because... It's a long time. It is a long time. Yeah. But it was, it was what I you know, needed. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the, I guess, 
this minority that uh, one time was enough. But the facility itself is interesting because it treats, it specializes in airplane pilots and doctors. So I was living in a condo with three, three doctors. And my thing with alcohol was I kept thinking that I can control it because I was controlling everything else in life. Meaning like you, like everything else on paper was working well. Yeah. Everything else on paper and pretty much everybody around me because, you know, I was was taking care of, yeah, I was basically buying them off Uh and I kept thinking with alcohol that I can control that. And I kept trying different methods, you know, and it just was kicking my ass more and more. What do you mean different methods? Like you were experimenting on yourself? Yeah. You know, I would try, let's just do three days a week. Let's do, you know, let's just do wine. Let's do just vodka. Let's, you know. You were like Every, systemizing everything, it. you know, I could think of to control it. And it, I was the kind of the binge drinker. So I would could go for periods of time and be fine, but then I wouldn't know when it's going to happen. I would start and just go completely off the rails. I have kind of a, a sideball question here, but it just piqued my curiosity. What is the correlation between pilots and doctors? And why did this facility decide to specialize in those two professions? I think it's, these are professionals that are very successful mm-hmm. and they're the hardest to treat, especially doctors. Cause maybe sometimes the doctor thinks that he, he or she already has all the tools. That's what, they, and I don't know how I wound up there, but it was the right place for me. The treatment itself was great. I mean, we've, we had a lot of interesting classes and different exercises and stuff, but the one moment that I remember where it all clicked for me was we were watching um, A Beautiful Mind, Russell Crowe. At, towards the end, he's walking along on the campus with his arch nemesis, and the guy goes, do you still see them? You know, referring to his psychotic friends that he sees. And he, he looks over, and they're walking along beside him. And he says, yeah, I still see them, but I just have learned not to engage with them. And it just dawned on me that it's, I'm no different than he is. He may have a more extreme version of it because he's actually seeing them, <laughs> but I'm hearing them. And what I'm hearing is, is that you can control this and I can't control it. So this is my mind telling me that, and I'm believing what my mind, and then it, it really dawned on me that I had lived to that point in my life, believing everything I thought. That's interesting. Elaborate there. If I thought something, I, I believed it. Wow. That's so crazy that you say this because I'm really studying Joe Dispenza right now. And he, everything that you're saying, he, he says, he says like, you have to monitor your thoughts as an outside person because not everything you think is true. Yeah. And you have all kinds of crazy thoughts. Right. I mean, (laughs) the average person walking around has an unbelievable array of thoughts going on. They just don't act on them. Uh, you know, there's people out there that do, and those people are labeled as, you know, criminally insane or psychotic. But, you know, that's some minor version of that was what I had lived my entire life. Is it just, if I thought it, I thought, well, I can go do it. I have a nuanced question here because I, like we were talking earlier online or offline, and I said there's a lot of millennial listeners. And I think you listen to a lot of these guys, the, these self-help guys, and they're saying like, you know, you got to have vision and you got to have ambition and you got to like chase these things. And I think a lot of that is framed up, probably propelled you to success. It's probably in some ways propelled us to any kind of success we've had, where it's like you're chasing this thing. And a lot of times that thing is a, you know, material life or, you know, the big house, the car, the right. jewelry. And I always, I always think about how do you keep that ambition, but you keep a healthy ambition, meaning 
yes, you want to strive and build and get better and hit your goals, but also you want to have a healthy relationship so that you're not chasing the wrong thing. So I think a lot of people would look at your previous life and your previous career and be like, that is the dream. That is the life, right? For me, it was important that I go through that. The journey to enlightenment is because I realized after I had all that stuff, I think even if I hadn't had the issues with alcohol, I realized that, you know, this really isn't, you know, having all these people to, you know, the Japanese gardeners and all, you know, all these things to take care of is they're really kind of like chains. And when I got back, I just pretty much wiped the slate clean and, and got rid of about everything and just started over again. That was probably one of the most liberating experiences I've ever had in my life. Do you think it's something that somebody can learn without experiencing? Meaning like if you are driven by some of those things, right? You're chasing material wealth and dollars and, you know, you want the big house and the fancy car. Like, I think a lot of people can because they've listened to others and they, they see others, you know, what happens to them. I wasn't one of those. Yeah. I had to experience it myself. Keeping with the wellness theme, I want to talk to you guys about a product that I use literally every day now. I started taking Athletic Greens because like many, and especially if you're like me, I had a miserable time getting vegetables in. I've always struggled with salads and greens. I don't know why I'm a carnivore. I eat a lot of meats and a lot of carbs and a lot of stuff, but I just struggle with vegetables. And every test that I've been doing since I've basically gone on this wellness kick has said, hey, you need to get your gut health in check. You need to get more vegetables. You need to get more greens. And I'm just not good at it. I'm always on the go. I feel like salads take forever to eat. I hate making them. I don't like the texture. When I discovered Athletic Greens, it was a game changer for me because I literally wake up every morning now, take this stuff, and my health and my energy and my focus has skyrocketed. Even if you're somebody that gets a good amount of greens, it's it can never hurt to add more. And here's why I love Athletic Greens. It's got 75 quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And you can start taking this. when I What we do is I take it in the morning right when I wake up. But we also take it when we travel, especially when you're on the go and you have bad hotel food or bad plane food. You just bring these little to-go packets and drop it in your water and boom, you got your vegetable serving. I'm sure I'm not the first person that's talked to you about Athletic Greens. It has over 7,000 five-star reviews online. It's recommended by professionals and athletes all over the world. And it's got an incredible founder story. The founder had, you know, a gut health issue just like I have. And he was really struggling and had to take all these supplements and just was looking for one thing to really that he could take and really get the bang for his buck. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash skinny. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash skinny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So again, athleticgreens.com slash skinny. Enjoy. When you got out of rehab, did you have a more straight and arrow path there or did you relapse? What did that look like? No, I, um, it's been 12 years now. Wow. Congratulations. Never, never had a drink after that. Still had today. So was there a point that you started experimenting with plant medicine or had you never even like thought of that? Well, I... I had alcohol was my drug of choice, but I did a lot of other drugs too. And I had a good run, <laughs> a really good run. Yeah. And I, some people say, you know, they have guilt about, you know, I really don't because I had a lot of fun and 
doing that and I learned a lot. I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for that. And I wouldn't be here with this sure. by any means. But uh, specific to what you were saying, I had taken a trip to Vanuatu with just a group of guys way earlier on and we went to Tana, which is a very, very remote island there. It's like stepping back in time a couple hundred years and, and we got invited to the village chief uh, had a ceremony, a kava ceremony. And we stayed up with him and about 12 other guys in a little hut all night. Drinking, what year was this? Drinking kava. This would have been, God, it was about 35 years ago. Wow, okay. Long time ago. Yeah. And we stayed in there all night drinking kava and woke up howling at the sun. And it was an interesting experience. It was the first time I'd really ever felt that kind of like that without using alcohol. And it's not like I came back and kept doing it, but I kept that memory. And then after I got back from rehab, I got out of the oil and gas business because I felt that was a trigger just, for me. You just were just like, I need to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, everybody was in my group was pretty much doing the same thing. And I just, they said, you got to get different places, different people, all that. So I listened to what they said and totally restarted. And I, I took a sabbatical for a period of about almost a year, just trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And I had been exposed to a lot of migrant labor and had just listened to the issues they have of sending money back home. And I decided to get into a fintech, financial technology, and develop some banking software for the underbanked and, and the unbanked. And I actually went to um, Asia and launched that. So I lived in uh, Southeast Asia for almost three years, about two and a half years, based out of uh, Vietnam and, and Hanoi. While I was there, I was introduced to uh, Kratom, uh, which has grown throughout Southeast Asia, and, and started kind of you know experimenting with that. The one thing that I could say is that when I got back, it was a much better life, but I missed that feeling <laughs> that I described earlier when I drank that first drink of alcohol. Because I still felt socially awkward. I didn't feel comfortable in crowds and in personal relationships. I was healthier, but I I didn't feel mentally comfortable. To, to for a technical question, as we because as we this is maybe a little technical here, kava and kratom. Can you explain technically, you know, for somebody that's unfamiliar with both of these? Yeah. So this is a really interesting part to me. This is where I kind of geek out on plants. But you have kava, which is the root of a pepper plant that was you know, used in the Pacific Islands. You have kana in South. Africa, and then you have kratom, which is the leaf of a uh, tree that grows in Southeast Asia that's in the coffee family. You have coca in Central and South America, uh, coca leaves that make cocaine, and then you have alcohol. And all of these started three, 4,000 years ago. The interesting thing about it, and they're all used in their, in their specific societies for kind of the same things. The only one of them that's highly processed, at least the way the natives are using it, is alcohol. And alcohol is the one that is the hardest on your body. You know, people say, well, cocaine's bad for you. Yeah, it is bad for you. But cocaine is highly processed. They take cocaine. Yep. So when it's not it, processed, it's not. Yeah, they have 53 alkaloids and they extract, using gasoline, they take and extract two out of it. And that's what, you know, you're using. You have people in Central and South America, they'll start, you know, in their teens chewing coca leaves and chew them every day their entire life and they'll live in their 80s and never have any health issues and have a great life. 
The same thing in these other societies, kava or kratom or whatever, they use them in their natural form. They don't process them. So I was studying that and I thought it was really interesting that, and I really had started studying health and more in general and realizing that processed foods are, are hard on you. I can create issues. And I decided that maybe there's something, because neither one of them by themselves, neither the cob or the kratom by themselves gave me that feeling I was after. I did, for, for some reason, I was sitting around and just decided to try to mix it. After I realized that you know they were used for the same things in different societies, I decided to try to mix the two and some other things too. I was experimenting with other types of plants. And I spent about two years experimenting on myself. I set up a lab at my house. My wife had thought I'd totally lost my mind. And basically, I would just try different ratios and different, they're like, it's like cannabis, there's different strains and they're, you know, and I just keep experimenting with it until I found the two that would produce the feeling that I was looking for. I have just a couple of little questions. Yeah. If alcohol isn't processed, can you still drink it? That might be a stupid question. I'm just wondering, does it have to be processed for you to drink it? No, it's in order to create alcohol. Yeah. It's a, there's a process to it. Got it. You're not just, it's just not naturally, it's not natural form in, in, uh, in nature. Okay. That makes sense. And then can you get addicted to kava and kratom? And you mentioned another one. You said one more. In, in their native forms, it's, they're, they're no more addictive than caffeine is. Got it. And, and the difference again is, is that you have to think about there's no way in the world that you would, you would get enough in your body of those two alkaloids if you consume the entire leaf. Because they're just, they're, you're concentrating, and at the same time, you're removing other components that your body is using kind of to balance. And when you start messing with Mother Nature and pushing more in than what was supposed to be there, and you're also you know, taking out pieces, it becomes way more addictive. Like alcohol. Like alcohol. Okay. So when did you have this aha moment in your kitchen with your wife where you mixed the right concoction it, and made this magical feel-free potion? It took about two years. Okay. I mean, and, and, and the reason she was concerned is, is that a lot of times it would either just kind of whack me out or <laughs> it would knock me out. or So I'm just going all over the place and she's concerned that, you know, I'm going off the deep end again. So what would, no, what would, <laughs> yeah, what's whack you out? Are you like well, high, like breaking bad? Yeah, or are you like really, really high? Yeah. Really high or just talkative. Yeah. Or just real jittery or just in an almost like a, almost a paranoia feeling. Or there were some that I mixed that just within 30 minutes, you're just out, just knock you, knock you out. And so you're looking, you're, you're going through all these different plants for two years. Yep. And then finally you find this concoction and, you're, and you find the right ratio. And you're like, okay, this is the, this is the one. This is the one. And then I, um, several of my friends knew what I was doing and they're, they kind of experiment with things like this too. And yeah. You open the door and all your so, friends are lined so, up. Yeah. They, they started, you know, uh, cause they were sharing stuff with What's me old JW too. doing down there? Yeah. So I started sharing it with them and they're like, oh my gosh. I said, this is, you know, amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I told you, so this was back in November or October, September, October. I forget when, but when they were cutting alcohol and our friend Khalil, who people know from the show, we we're down at Sun Life and he's like, Hey, you got to try one of these feel freeze. And I was like, okay, like it just, and to me, you know, and with all due respect at the time, I was like, Oh, it's another energy drink because that's yeah. what it looked like. 
And then he, I took the full one and we went on this whole walk through, <laughs> through, uh, you know, by here by Ladyburg Lake in Austin and like in the forest. And I was like, holy shit, what the hell is going on here? But like you said, it wasn't, it's not like an alcohol feeling, but it's all, but it's definitely like it opens you up. You start, you feel really good. Yeah. I remember energy. Uh, yeah. The, one of the first times that I, I gave it to Paul check, okay. uh, who's kind of a, uh, you know, health guru, old school. And he took it and I said, well, what do you think? He goes, well, it's a heart opener. And I remember at the time thinking, I don't know that I like, that's kind of a hippy dippy term. And I didn't really understand what he was saying. But since then I've, I've come to understand that that's actually a very accurate description of it, of what it's doing. And that's because I did something that was the people in the consumer package goods said, you shouldn't do this. I put my number on everything so that people could actually just call me and I put my email address and, and I literally started getting, you know, hundreds of people contacting me oh, Jesus. and telling me, you know, what their experiences with it. And you know, an example was just here in Austin, there was a lady that said, you know, I, I ordered this online. She said, I started taking it. She goes, I like it. But she said, what I'm calling you about is, she said, I gave some to my husband. I didn't tell him what it was. And she said, you know, when he came home and she said about 30, 45 minutes later, she said the two little, her two little girls to come in and said, what's, what's wrong with daddy? And she said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, he's in there. He's not on his phone. He's playing, he's giggling. He's, you know, he's. <laughs> actually, you know, interacting, having fun with us. And she said, I want you to know you brought my husband back. She said, you know, he had turned into this workaholic kind of a, basically an asshole. And she said, he's, he's back to who he was when I met him. Come here, before. give me, give me one of those feel frees <laughs> and open your mouth and plug your nose. I'm going to pour like 10 down you tonight. No, I think, um, <laughs> Valentine's day is coming up. And then up. I just, I, I started getting <laughs> more and more of those stories. And I got had a guy just last night that, uh, he's a professional uh, musician. And he had got a point where he kind of separated from his music. And he said, I took that. And he goes back full stream into my music. Again. Is this after one, one, I'm going to call it a tincture. Is that what you call after it? After a half a shot. Yeah. So after a half a shot, he already felt more open towards his music. Yeah. He said, I'm totally back into it now. And he said, you know, it's not just that it, it's also athletes. I mean, we have, Olympic athletes, both former and present that are using a lot of professional, you know, golfers, football players. It's kind of back to what you're saying. It's not inebriating. Yeah, no, it's not. And that's really what I wanted. I wanted something that wasn't limiting. Your judgment's but, still there. Yeah. yeah it's actually, actually even it's, sharper. It's sharper. Yeah. But you feel good and you feel connected to, you know, people around you. And for me, what it did is it turned off a lot of that noise in my head that, you know, just, garbage and i think that's what it's doing is when it turns that off it allows you then to really focus on who's around you or whatever you're doing and really just deeply get into it since we're on the topic of immunity and wellness i thought i would tell you about the cough syrup that i used recently I got so sick. I could not get out of bed for like three days. If you heard my voice on Instagram story, it was like the most hoarse. And the only thing that was working so weirdly was those nasal strips that you put on your nose, ginger tea and beekeepers naturals cough syrup. I hadn't tried it yet because I haven't been sick in a long time. And I was like, oh, I really want to give this a try. I talk about beekeepers liquid Adderall all the time. They're bee shots. They're amazing. I take them every day. 
I'm like, there's no way that natural cough syrup is going to be amazing. You guys, first of all, it tastes so good. And second of all, it was the only thing that was coating my throat and making me feel better. I seriously went on the website and bought six bottles of it with my code. It's that good. A bunch of my friends were getting sick, even some people on my team, and they were texting me. I was sending them bottles of this cough syrup. It is absolutely insane. It's filled with things like bee propolis extract, elderberry fruit extract, chaga mushroom, and grapeseed extract. I think it helped me get over my cold way quicker too. I could not live without this. I will never be sick again without having this in my medicine cabinet. And I feel like I can give it to Zaza. It's keto, paleo, gluten-free, and natural. No GMOs, of course. Today, Beekeepers Naturals is offering you an exclusive offer. You are going to go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash skinny or enter code skinny to get 25% off your first order. That's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com slash skinny or enter code skinny. Beekeepers Naturals products are also available at Target, Whole Foods, Sprouts, Erwan, and GNC. Start feeling better every day today. My friend and I, Weston, went for a walk for like three hours around the lake and we both took a whole tincture of it. And Is everybody around the lake just on feel oh, free? Yeah. No, we were, we were feeling free. We were having all these creative ideas brainstorm for yeah. our brands. Like it was so crazy. And one of the first things that I was bummed about when I got pregnant, <laughs> I had a pros and cons list. There are lots of pros, but there's also cons, <laughs> was that I couldn't have my spicy margarita and my feel free shot. So why can people not take this shot or who should not take this? Like, can someone who's breastfeeding take it? You know, it, it, there's nothing out there, no research. There's not been a lot of research done on any of these plants up until recently. That, that's starting to change as the West is starting to embrace Eastern medicine, uh, which is a wonderful thing. But we just don't know. And I think I've always taken the route, you know, if you don't know, just take the, you know, it's better to be safe until we can find out for sure. We're actually doing, we started doing a lot of research with the University of Florida. Now we're setting up to do the first classic clinical studies this year for these types of plants. I think we're just scratching the surface on ultimately what they can wind up doing. But, you know, until we until we know, it's just better to be safe. Touching on this, and Lauren, before you got here, JW and I were talking about, there's a lot of information we have about you know, some of the things in the pharmaceutical industry, right? And like, you know, some of these pain meds in particular. And now it's a lot of these documentaries, like you said, are coming out in books and kind of highlighting some of the dangers here. But for a period of time... I don't want to be somebody that's skeptic about medical journals or FDA clearance or all that because I think there's a, a time and a place and an appropriate use for some of these. But yeah. it's clear now that a lot of this stuff has been abused. So when I start looking at things like plant medicine that's been around for thousands and thousands of years that have that people have used for that long, like I'm much more open to those ideas than some of the other things that are out there. Yeah, I mean, you look at it and again, in the Navis, Native societies, they've been using this these things for thousands of years and they don't have any issues. They don't have near the health issues that until we introduced our Western diet to them, they didn't have near the health issues we had either. They didn't have they had very low rates of cancer, heart disease, diabetes virtually you know, didn't exist. And they were using these plants the way that you know Mother Nature provided them and they were feeling good and happy. And we just got off on a different track, starting with alcohol and then synthetic drugs. And, and the whole purpose of synthetic drugs, in my opinion, is, is that you can't patent plants. 
So you can't build a moat around it. Whereas if you develop something synthetic, you can patent it and you can keep, you know, the process to yourself and you can produce it and you can make higher margins. And the, the issue that I have with that is, is that what they're doing, I think, is they're creating people with lifestyle diseases that then have to take these drugs the rest of their life. And then they start stacking them on top of each other. And like we talked before, there's no studies done on what happens when you start stacking these things together. And, and fortunately, the opioid crisis exposed a lot of this. this is, it was a very tipping point that, that I see in people realizing that maybe synthetics aren't the answer all the time. I'm not saying that we definitely need them, but let's not just jump to the conclusion that, you know, I need to do that first. There may be other things that I can do that actually ultimately will be better for me long-term. Yeah, I mean, I like, this is just like a, a minor story, but I had a tooth pulled maybe like two years ago. Lauren doesn't like I talk about this kind of stuff, but I did. And they wanted to prescribe me like some very heavy synthetics. And so I'm like, listen, like, yeah, I'm not comfortable. I probably won't be comfortable for a day or two, but like, do I really need that? I'll just like, I'll deal with the discomfort a little bit. I feel like yeah. they're so quick to just, well, that's what they're, t that's what they're trained to do. Mm -hmm. I think though, it's also the consumer's responsibility to question and do their own research. Yeah, I it's mean, hard with the doctors telling you this is, you know, a lot of people don't uh, question their doctors. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think that it's important though, if someone's prescribing you something, at least, you know, what I like to do is I like to be my own guru and be like, okay, I understand they're prescribing me this, but I want to look into it more. And I also want to see other holistic ways to deal with it. I think just blindly being like, okay, I'll take it and shaking my head. Like I always try to question things and I be think curious. That that's starting to happen more and more. Uh, again, I think because it's being exposed that there are these problems and issues, but I think five, 10 years ago, people just kind of blindly believe what the doctor told them. Well, even with pregnancy, I think what I've realized after my first birth is like your first, my first pregnancy, you're put on the schedule. Like you have to go in every three weeks and you have to get an ultrasound, all the radiation and all these different things. And you have to do this, 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 and this. And then I started really talking with the doula that I was working with and realizing that there can be a happy medium, meaning people have been giving birth forever. Right. There's, it's a natural thing. And so this pregnancy, I've worked with my doctor to, to back up a little bit. I don't need to go to the doctor so much. And that's my my own choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a natural thing my body's doing. And I feel very comfortable with that. I think we've almost gotten to this point in society where we're having to question our natural human body. It's 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 a weird. Yeah, and it's but it's good that we're 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 doing that. I and mean, we're yeah. starting to, you know, we're starting to realize we have choices. Yes. I think before that you just didn't really think you had choices. Yeah. I would love to know because it seems like there's a big difference between your intention, what your intention was when you were in making so much money and in the oil industry and what your intention is now, because it seems like now you're just really passionate about helping people and opening people up more. That was the sabbatical that I took was trying to figure out why I achieved everything that I wanted to achieve times a hundred, but I wasn't happy. <laughs> And I'm like, what's wrong? Why, why is this not filling this hole that I have that's keeping me from being happy and fulfilled? And I realized that the root cause of it was because I never really 
um, develop personal feelings or relationships with other people. You know, I looked at people as kind of resources versus looking at them as, you know, someone to have, you know, a personal relationship with. And I decided that for me, what I needed to focus on was, was that. And what little bit of it I had done and cause some of the exercises and treatment are, are just that, you know, they get you to open up with each other and say things you probably never said before to somebody else and then listen to them. And, and I found that pleasant experience. I, I, I felt good, you know, doing that. And then I just started building on that. And you think that a lot of that stems maybe from your childhood, from maybe just not having that example as a, as Definitely a kid? So. Definitely so. And what, and remind me, what did your, what did your dad do? My dad was uh, an entrepreneur also. He did a lot of different businesses. He retired very, very young, but he, he was an avid outdoorsman and he just basically was gone all the time. So from, you know, he would take, you know, extended uh, these trips and be gone for, you know, months at a time and wow. would, you know, wouldn't hear from him. Just go in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Wow. I have a question that this may be described on the outside of the bottle, but is this plant medicine like mushrooms or ayahuasca is plant medicine or is it different? It's the same and different at the same time. Can so, you describe that? I've had some people describe the feeling like they're microdosing mushrooms or something. Again, it's, it's not something you're going to trip on. So it's not, you, you can't, you can't drive or you don't feel comfortable going to work or whatever. I mean, you even have, I guess the best examples of that, you have professional athletes that are performing, but at the same time, you feel good. So you, it, it's like you're getting just a little bit of that. <laughs> it's changing, altering the way that you, that you feel and think, but it's not doing it to the point that you're limited in what you can do. In fact, it, it does just the opposite because it's turning off noise and distraction. It's allowing you to really, whatever you're doing, it allows you, like you talked about walking, it allows you really to focus in on what you're doing. And are you someone who also likes to experiment with ayahuasca, shrooms, plant I've, medicine? I've done everything that you can imagine. And <laughs> out of all those experiences, do you have one that went really well or went really bad? We would love to hear that. You know, very early on when I was basically in high school, I did several acid trips and I had a couple of them that were just unbelievably good. They truly altered my thinking for life going forward, thinking that I could do things that I probably wouldn't have thought that I could do before. But then I had a couple of them that were really scary too. What's the difference between good and scary for someone who's never done acid? The one that, that the last one I did is I had a, I don't know if it was real or not, but I had a, a death experience. What do you mean you don't know if it was real or not? Like. Well, I, I, I did it and uh, was at a party out in, the, in a field. And I remember the last thing I really remember is I knew that I was going the wrong way. And I got in the car and locked the car and laid down. And then I had this experience of, you know, seeing myself from above oh, wow. and basically looking at a, you know, a, a dead body and realizing that you better try to... <laughs> You better try to reconnect or in this, you know, you're going to die. Wow. And, I, and I, it probably wasn't real. I mean, it, it wasn't, I wasn't actually dying, 
but it was a death experience. Real enough in the mind. Yeah. Yeah. And what about the good good trips? What did you realize? What did you piece together through those? Uh, the good trips were just, again, going outside and getting in nature and just realizing everything's vibrating, everything's alive, everything's connected, and just really connecting with, with, with the earth. I mean, like, you know, it's hard to describe for someone that's never done it before, but it, it, it really... It really makes you realize how connected everything is and how the plants and everything are actually communicating and it's just a wonderful experience. I have been screaming from the rooftops about the beauty benefits of a humidifier. You can go back on the blog, like way back, and I was talking about using a humidifier for your skin, like a cheap one off Amazon. Obviously, as you know, I launched a Canopy Times Skinny Confidential Humidifier. It's pink. It's cute. It's dreamy. It looks gorgeous on your bedside because I felt like there was space in the market to upgrade a typical eyesore humidifier. It has clean moisture that combats dryness, sensitivity, dullness, fine lines, and wrinkles while you're sleeping. And it promotes a healthy skin barrier and actually increases the efficiency of your skincare products. What is better? The thing that I like about Canopy Humidifier and why I decided to do a co-brand with them is they have an antimicrobial filter that catches irritating minerals, bacteria, and other nasty stuff from the water before it's even evaporated into your room. If you Google humidifier and molds, it's crazy and disgusting what shows up but canopy humidifiers don't mold. So that was something where I was like, oh my gosh, we have to do this skinny confidential style. I just wanted to make one that was pretty for you. My team and I picked three aromas. We took our time with this. We wanted to make sure it was perfect. Before I go, I also want to tell you that they recently launched a diffuser. It's like the same. It's completely waterless. It's just like the humidifier. It's mist-free. You never have to worry about annoying cleaning or mold from Canopy. You're going to go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy humidifier purchase today with Canopy's filter subscriptions. You got to check out the Skinny Confidential one. Plus, you'll receive a free aroma kit to be used with Canopy's built-in aroma diffuser. Even better, use code SKINNY10 at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Your skin will thank you. We were talking a little bit offline about women and alcohol, and I don't think that this is talked about enough. I think that, especially with the pandemic, I've talked to a lot of women via DMs and emails, and some of them are struggling with alcohol. And you told me that a lot of women have come to you and said that Feel Free has helped yeah, maybe I, back off yeah, alcohol I think a bit. part of it is, is because you know, I've done a few podcasts in my story. It's still surprising to me that someone that you don't know will take the time to reach out to you and and basically share with you, you know, what they're struggling with and then, you know, share the positive experience that they had with, with feel free. I mean, it, it's not, I'm not talking about just a few, I'm talking about hundreds. And what you realize is that when you, and I start talking to them is there's a lot of them, it's an internal struggle. It's not like they've lost their job or they're, they're not to that point, but they, they feel it coming <laughs> or they're just not happy. You know, they're going out and they're getting sloppy or slammed or whatever. And they wake up the next day and they're like, don't remember. I wish I hadn't said that or I shouldn't I don't remember exactly what it did or, you know, something that you know, is not quite in balance in their life. And they're like, and they're going through that same exercise that I was. They're like, well, I'm going to drink just wine and I'm going to go uh -huh. with just these friends. And 
and different things. And, and that goes on for years in a lot of cases because they're, they're going through that same thing I was is trying to, you know, and they're looking for something, you know, and fortunately, you know, that a lot of them now are finding this and they're like, now I, I drink this before I go out with my friends. I may have a glass of wine. I don't really want anymore. And I feel great. Yeah. And I can I, socialize and, you know, I share that sentiment. I think like for me, the epiphany, and I told you, I've kind of just like, I maybe was could have potentially gotten close, but at the same time, like I was not a frequent drinker, but when I would drink, I started counting the drinks the next day. I'm like, shit, that was a lot of fucking drinks. Like that was kind of strange that my body can have them. And I started noticing that I would start to remember less, meaning like mm -hmm. when I was younger, I could drink and I kind of recall. And then as I got a little bit older, I'm like, yeah. And then like, even when I didn't even get that drunk anymore, like have that many drinks, people would tell me I either said yeah. something or did something. I'm like, I have no recollection of that. And it kind of scared me, right? I was yeah. like, okay, at some point, as I continue to age and, and keep going like this, it's I mean, alcohol is, is an extremely effective substance. The problem of it is it's, it's extremely hard to regulate. Yes. I mean, there's that tipping point. You get to a point where it's, it's working wonderful, but it's so easy. It's fast acting. It's also short in life. So you keep another one and another one and another one chasing that feeling. And it's really easy to go over the, over the edge. And, yeah. and I think, the reason for that is, to me, it's no different than cocaine. And cocaine is the same way. You want another line, another line, another line. You're chasing that feeling, and next thing you know, you're, you're too far. It's because you've messed with the, what Mother Nature provided, and you're amplifying something. You know, and your body's like you know, going, ooh, you know, how do I process this? Whereas with these natural plants, you can't do that. You don't, you, you, you can't ingest enough of it. You're in it and your body's slower processing it. And it, it's just a whole different experience. Explain that a little bit. Meaning like, you know, if I sat here and drank four feel freeze, what would happen? You would get, you would get really buzzed. But the thing of it is you won't drink four feel freeze yeah. because you don't want to. Yeah, your body would be like, this is, it, it would just. Because they, it lasts, as you know, it lasts for most people. It's between two and five hours. Myself, I've been doing it now for three years. And I still only do a half a shot at a time. Do you do it every day? I do. Yeah. What are some words that come to mind that people have described after they take feel free? I know you said open, uh, more open hearted, but what are some other words? A lot of people talk about a really productivity enhancement focus. We have a lot of people, you know, that talk about, you know, that they have attention deficit. Uh, one of the girls in the office example, she's said, I, you know, check my phone every 30 seconds and she's a writer. And, um, she said, you know, the first time I took it, she said, I realized I'd been riding for 30 minutes and I hadn't looked at my phone. And she said, I just, you know, I was in the zone. She said, it, you know, it's just, she goes, I hadn't done that in a long time. Is this one of those things that's like alcohol where it's progressive, where if you have half, like 10 years later, you have to have a full or 10 months later, you have to have that's, two. You know that's what I mean? what's interesting. There's no clinical work around it, but there's several papers about that kava has a reverse tolerance huh. and it, which is the only substance i know of on earth that anybody's claiming that about and that the longer you take it the better your body gets at processing it and you actually don't need as much and in That's this you also have vitamin c potassium and iron and just so the audience knows i i would do a half shot when i wasn't pregnant and it kind of tastes coconutty and pineapple-y. I think it tastes really good. 
Most people don't describe it as tasting really good. I know. I, I have a just, very, like Michael thinks yeah. I'm crazy. I have a very strong taste. People yeah. don't like it. People, most people think that it has a very strong taste. I like, I, I, I like things. It's not a bad taste though. I like intense. It's, it's, like, it, it's intense. Yeah, it's it intense. is intense. Yeah. It, it makes is your intense. tongue tingle a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Talk to us about how it makes your tongue tingle. It's so kind of like cocaine like that's, that. That's the kava. <laughs> Okay. That's the cavaloctones in the cava. They, they have the same type of novocaine effect as as um, uh, cocaine does. So the the minute that it hits your um, taste buds, it starts to work, and that's really what's starting to set the whole process up in your brain and everything. One thing I can say about this versus and I tried pretty much all the other euphorics in the market out there and. None of it really seemed to do much for me. One thing I can say about this is we have very, very few people report that once they take it that they don't feel something, something. very, yeah. very quickly. You feel it right away. Yeah. I mean, especially I think if you're sensitive. If you're sensitive, yes. That's why, you know, I would, like you said, I would not start out with more than a half. And for people that, that know that they're sensitive, I would do even less than that. And for people you who, can don't, always stair step up. who don't drink or do drugs or anything, this is something that is acceptable in sober communities. The, the great thing about it is, is that, uh, I mean, we have a lot of doctors that are using it. A lot of the professional athletes that are using it that get tested for everything. Firemen, policemen, because it, you, you're, there's no drug test for it. Really cool. What is the next step for you? What What do you want to do next? Or do you just want to continue to bring feel free to everyone in the world so we all have our heart open you know right now we're focused on really distributing this you know building it, this it's growing exponentially right now it's crazy but i do have a couple other formulations that i came up with during that process michael that, wants to be the guinea pig you can <laughs> yeah. test him on michael that, uh, invite me to your lab let's see what happens yes. I, I want to release maybe I'm, one of them i'll probably release later this year I do have to say in the Austin community, it's very popular with some very, very highly successful people. And I don't just mean business-wise. I mean successful people in life. Yeah. I've, I've noticed it with Khalil, Cal. I see a lot of people drinking it at Sun Life every single time I go. So I mean, we have several of the professional football co head football coaches are on subscription. I mean, it just, it amazes me when I look through there sometimes, some of the people that I see that are, you know, they're consuming it now, but it, you know, you think about it, especially people in those situations, athletes, there's not much they can do. And they still have the same personal things going on as anybody else does, but they can't, they can't do anything about it because they'll, they'll test positive and all hell breaks loose. So when they can find something that can make them perform better and feel good, they're all over it. If you were a gambling man, which I assume you are... <laughs> Where do you see all of this plant medicine going over the next, you know, half century? And that's a long window, but you know, like I feel like we lost a lot of this stuff for a very long period of time, and a lot of it's coming back really strong. Yeah. A lot of new research going into it. where do you where do you see this kind of going? All right. The other day, my friend and I were eating Chick Fil A, and afterwards, I pulled a ray out of my purse, and we each had two herbal capsules. It was perfect after Chick-fil-A. You know how you like regret fast food sometimes and you're like, oh, why did I eat that? That is why I carry a Ray, especially being pregnant. I am bloated 
And this is amazing because it's all natural and it optimizes digestion. So they have five herbs and a fruit-based plant digestive enzyme. It's like peppermint, bromelain, ginger root, everything you want to just feel your best, especially after you feel like you ate too much. Sometimes I'll eat pasta at night in bed with the lights off watching Real Housewives. And I'll just take two of their bloat capsules. And I swear to God, it makes such a difference. So this isn't something that makes you like run to the bathroom either. This is not like a laxative, okay? These are herbs. So if you just want to feel less discomfort, gas, or bloating after, these are perfect for you. You've seen them all over Instagram. Every single wellness person that I know is obsessed. I found out about them through Melissa Wood Health. I'm a huge fan of the brand. And right now they're giving you a real steal. You are going to go to ray.com. That's A-R-R-A-E.com. Use code skinny at checkout for 10% off of one-time purchases or 25% off your first month subscription. I like the subscription because it's straight to my door. I'm a huge fan of the brand. A-R-R-A-E.com. Use code skinny at checkout for 10% off of one-time purchases. Enjoy. I see, um, you know, I I think living in Southeast Asia and experiencing full bore Eastern medicine, I don't agree with that. I mean, it's pretty crazy stuff, but I also don't agree with full bore synthetic. I think that there's a balance in between, and I think that's where it's going. I think that doctors will start being more open and trained in both types of medication. The pivoting point is that there's starting to be a lot of research done by major universities. I mean, even with psychedelics, you've got millions and millions of dollars being spent by some of the best universities in the country on working with psychedelics. And there's no doubt in my mind, based on my experiences and what I've seen with others, that if you use correctly, they can be life altering. And, and educate me a little bit. Why did a lot of this research stop? Because obviously we've known about these for a long time, but there, there was a reason that we actually stopped researching. Was that an FDA thing or a I regulation thing? It's a couple things. One is there was no money in it. Back to what I said before, you can't patent plant. And then big pharma started getting more and more control and the synthetic route was the commercial route. That's where people made money. And it just, we just kind of, we got off balance. I don't think any, I don't think it was, uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. I don't think it was someone, some evil person up in a tower or something. I think it just, it made sense in a, a capitalistic society mm-hmm. to go that way. And then once it started, it just, it got out of hand. Also, I think with everything that we've gone through with COVID, I think people are now um, opening their eyes to other forms of medicine and healing. Yeah, I I think that's another part of it too. I mean, people are questioning, do I, can they mandate what I do? Yeah. Can they mandate that I take this shot and take this drug and do all, you know, is that really, especially in cases where they've not had adequate time to fully test, they don't know. I think that people are looking for alternatives. Well, I know that that's true because when my husband is listening to Hertz frequency music at night and I could never have gotten him to listen to that <laughs> two years ago. I, the, I wasn't the, a Hertz frequency guy for a long time. The energy is changing. We uh, have a code for our audience, code SKINNY40 for 40% off, which is yes. super generous. That's one of our most generous codes we've ever given. I recommend trying this. Try one for me since I can't take it right now. <laughs> I'll be in the delivery room with a glass of champagne and a half a shot of Feel Free. (laughs) Where can everyone find Feel Free to Buy and your Instagram account? So that's botanictonics.com is the site. You can 
order on there. And then we're also, we're in about 2,500 stores across the country now, and we're adding about 500 stores a month. So wow. it's very, growing very fast. And there's a store locator at the bottom of the website that you can open it up and it'll show you the closest places to you where you can find it. What I love, and the last thing I'll say, I mean, there's a million things I love about this product, but just one of the things you touched on is like these being in a, being accessible and being in a bunch of places like 7-Eleven and exactly. having people that people that have been taking five-hour energy or Red Bull for all these years or monster drinks, whatever, they're remember jumping on Remember those this. little pills that are at the checkout stand when I was little? My dad would get them. They're like caffeine pills. That's, that's what I like is that it's not just people like we described before, professional athletes. It's also, you know, um, in the 7-Elevens, it's, it's construction workers. And these are guys that were pounding four or five monsters or Red Bulls a day and no tell, you know, and smoking and everything else to get the energy to get through the day. And now they're not doing that. They're doing, you know, they're drinking one or two of these a day and, and half sips and, and they're floating through the day and feel great. You know, one thing I can say is that one of the things that, that was concerning to me early on was that since no one had mixed these things together before, I wanted to be sure that I wasn't creating something that was going to create a problem later on. So I did very, very high levels of it for an extended period of time. And I did full blood panel analysis versus my annual blood. I saw no changes in, you know, blood chemistry, elevated liver enzymes, any of that. I had several friends do the same thing. And since then I've had several of these professional athletes that uh, a couple of the Olympian athletes uh, have done some pretty intense work with it. And nobody's seeing anything. Um, I did that same exercise with some of the high concentration extracts and synthetics out there, and I, I saw immediate oh, yeah. changes in elevated liver enzymes. So it helped prove to me that um, don't mess with Mother Nature. The other thing sense. you know people will ask is you know about the is it addictive? And I, my thought is it's just my personal thought is that anything that makes you feel good is addictive. You know, whether that's sugar, caffeine, cheese, low jobs, you know, what, 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 whatever it is, <laughs> earning money. Yeah, the, the thing of it is, that's not the question you should be asking yourself. The question you're asking yourself is, if I do this on a regular basis, is it going to hurt me? And that's what I wanted to know for sure before, because I'm doing it myself on a daily basis. Is that the case? And I don't see any any indication of that. JW. Feel free. Use code SKINNY40 at BotanicTonics.com. Thank you for coming on. I can't wait to see what you do next. I'm sure it'll be major. Thanks for having me. Thank, Thank you, you. Don't forget to use code SKINNY40 for 40% off of Feel Free. Buy a box for me because I am missing my Feel Free. I was doing them like three times a week and loving it before I got pregnant and if you want to win a case of Feel Free, all you have to do is tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostic. Thank you guys for reviewing and rating the podcast and have a beautiful, productive Monday.